Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now for a couple of short ads about new SCP podcasts on YouTube channels. We're trying to get the word out to all the different fans of SCP about these new projects. So go listen to them. I demand it. Does the Black Moon howl? Only for those with an unwavering desire to hear the truth. Access granted. You have been selected for an opportunity. An orientation as a trusted associate, if you will, into the secured, contained, and protected files of the Foundation. SCP Unredacted distributes new files for review. Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on secure channels on YouTube, Spotify, and scp-unredacted.captivate.fm. Hello and welcome to the Skip Squad Pod trailer. I'm your host, T. Staffor. And I am your lovely other host, Luxyko. Also, just wondering, how did you get my house? Who cares? We're recording the podcast trailer. Well, it's not the first time she's busted down my door. You gotta stop. Like, I can't afford to replace it again. Now, let's tell the listeners what we do here. Is it too meta to mention we're reading a script? You want to talk meta? I didn't know what to put here, so I'm talking about what I should put here. She also misspelled want. Anyway. Right, right. Back on track. Here at the Skip Squad Pod cast, we don't care about what you write, we care about what you love. Keeping you entertained with what our authors enjoy most as readers, from GOI formats to formal articles alike. We don't just talk about guests' favorite SCPs. Each guest will also tell us about their passions and hobbies, completely unrelated to the Foundation. Whether it's robotics, music, or filmmaking, each guest has their own passions that we love to hear about as well. You, yes you, the listener, can participate in this along with us. If you send in emails over at skipsquadpod at gmail.com, we will read them out on the show. When we aren't recording the pod, we document our ventures on various platforms. You can find us on our YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Twitter where we post preview clips for upcoming episodes along with revealing who we will have on next. Our handle is at SkipSquadPod. And finally, our website with links to all the listening platforms can be found on the SCV wiki itself at the SkipSquadPod hub. Now get out. And have fun. Smile. Hey there, SCP fans. My name is Grigori Carpin, and this is Simply Creative People, the show about SCP creatives, be they authors, artists, or off-site content creators like YouTube and TikTok. We're focused on bridging the gap between various fans and serving as an introduction to different concepts and stories on the wiki. So, many welcomes to all, and let's get started. So, a few weeks ago, probably a couple months ago now, uh, Harry and I appeared on a stream called SCP for Corgo, which was, you know, fundraising uh, for Corgo to, you know, in the situation with Ukraine, of course. Very serious and a good cause, and I'm, we're glad to have contributed. Um, and, you know, I bo- bothered Sean, who does the uh, Authors Anonymous podcast, uh, 
basically uh, until he gave me the video file. Uh, so I've I put I've stripped out the audio for our section and I've made a bonus podcast episode uh, starring myself and Harry and Callie Bold and Sean Saxon and also Rounder House at least for part of it. And uh, we do a few readings and it should be some fun. And basically, we just weren't going to have an episode this week, but this is a nice bonus. So enjoy. All right. Let's get them. Should I call him in? Go for it. All right. I know Gregory's here. Yeah, I think Harry's fucking dead. (laughs) Harry probably fell asleep. I'm going to be real. Hey, Gregory. Gregory. It's TV hour for Harry. Hello. Hello, Gregory. Hello, Gregory. Gregory and Harry are actually the same person, so it's completely fine. We can't be on the same call at the same time. That's ridiculous. I uh, seem to recall that exact thing happening. <laughs> it has, yes. It's a paradox. Gregory, Gregory hi. who are you? Who am I? I am an SCP author and podcast host. About it. Attorney, but you don't get to know anything about that. You got to tell no. us about podcast. You're going to sue us. Oh, I, I promise that. I will not sue you because I'm not that kind of lawyer. But... Um, podcast. I can kind of tell lawyer. you about podcasts. I am the boring. Well, f- not to me, but to other people. Yes, I am the boring kind. Oh of yeah, big <laughs> time. Like people ask you what kind of law you do. I get about thirty-five to forty seconds in before they just gla- their eyes glass. Oh, I thought, oh, he's not <laughs> that kind of lawyer, and they just start ignoring you. <laughs> you only need my kind of lawyer this if you are doing guy. very specific things, <laughs> and then you so desperately need. But that's all, lawyer. You have made me incredibly curious, but I know I can't actually. Oh, of what kind? I can. Yeah. I can say what kind. That's general. Uh, transactional, mostly with to do with real estate um, transactions, so deals. Ah. And like in the U.S., there's a thing called zoning. Probably in most countries, but it's very specific in the U.S. Depending on which city you're in. So if you want to build something in Chicago versus New York, the process is wildly different. And so you need a lawyer from that area or an expert in that area to like navigate the different hoops the city will put in in front of you so i do that and then i also kind of deal with all the various aspects of deals of um landscape development that kind of stuff welcome to scp lawyers anomalous that's right <laughs> <laughs> Spike friends should come on. we'll get we'll get gw on as well only he's not a lawyer yet, but he will be soon. Soon, soon. Oh, Harry yeah, is here. Soon. He's not dead. <gasps> Let's go. Damn it. Harry, ah, big nerd. Ignore pain. that noise. <laughs> I don't don't talk to me. Leave me alone. In. That's what I meant to say. And for context <laughs> chat, I have just said in, 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 in four times in the chat to Harry. It would have been so much funnier if you just never explained. Someone just kept saying yeah, in. You ruined the you ruined the gag. You're right. I'll cut that out. No, too late. I'm going to refer to it for the next 15 minutes. Hello, Harry. Dang it. We meet again. Hi, Harry Blank. Whoa, is Hello. that Harry Blank? Hello. Hey. Hello. Who are you? I am i don't know. Who are you? All right. Way to go. <laughs> Good podcast, everyone. <laughs> you can hear me, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks. That was rounder. <laughs> Harry, introduce yourself. You can to just the, tell. Scott. Uh, uh okay hi i'm harry blank i'm i've written things that's me <laughs> i had no idea about this this is awesome dude you're I've an it's so cool written if I knew more he had written stuff i wouldn't have invited him on i've written more things than rounder house what that's true and yet 
fewer upvotes. Considerably. Yeah, well. Demonstrably. Consider Demonstrably. Demonstrably. <laughs> yes, it's actually quite easy to demonstrate. I demonstrate it quite frequently. They're numbers. <laughs> it's very easy to demonstrate. <laughs> yes. Thank you. You're not supposed That's to make fun of me. You're supposed mean. to be on my side. I'm not supposed to make fun of you? That's the entire purpose of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, but with Rounder House here, it's it's oh, we should going to be up kind of... Him. The masculine yeah. energy in the room is overpowering. You're right. Let's yeah. start making fun of him. All right. Yeah, we need to reduce the androgen in the room. <laughs> the... Oh, I thought you said estrogen for a second. I'm like, we need more. <laughs> no, th we need more of that. Apparently. There's never, there's never on, a reason Lord. to reduce that. No. Fairly I know, Harry. Right. I've read your work. Uh, well, thanks, Cal. I have also read yours. <laughs> I appreciate that. I didn't get that vote of confidence when I came on. <laughs> I don't think that was meant to be a compliment. <laughs> Why don't you guys talk about yourself or something? Yeah. What do you guys do? Besides, right? Right. Well, we both host a podcast called Simply Creative People. Yep. That's that's what I'm going to tell my grandkids. <laughs> What do you do on this podcast? I give you the platform. Say your thing. Advertise. Uh, promote. All right. Well, we we mostly have on uh, guests the way that you're doing. Only we talk about kind of deep dives about lore and the act of creation. Like we have discussed in every episode, different aspects of how we come about with our process, either with writing or adapting images or looking for inspiration. And then right now we've been doing it every episode. We've been doing a, a group of interest from so it's a pretty wide scope. Mm -hmm. And then we try to have on a guest who has either written for that GOI or is very invested in the GOI so that they can kind of give us some interesting feedback. Like Dark Stuff came on to talk about Wondertainment and gave us like this wonderful rundown of the history of the development, both on and off the site, which was fantastic. Okay. That sounds super interesting. You guys should definitely it check is. that out. You should. You, everyone should listen. <laughs> <laughs> Highly creeped. Yeah, my, After you're done with my, SCP my, Office Anomalous. My contribution to that is to make it as difficult as possible for everyone else involved to do what they're trying to do. It's not, he's <laughs> lying. <laughs> no, it's, lying. again, this is demonstrable. It's not as easily demonstrable, but if you just listen, you can hear it. <laughs> Jackal, yes, like, sir. took your place in the last one, though. He just kept, like, undercutting your jokes. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. It was good. Yeah, you need to bring people on next time who are who make better targets as opposed to making a target out of me. That's it's in my it's in my rider. <laughs> I was the target for most of the episodes. Yes, but that's it's it's in your house. We're allowed to make fun of you. Yeah, and I can take it because who cares? <laughs> now that you're on, you're both the targets. Yay. Oh no! Oh, by the way, we just took over. You're the target. No, we're all targets here. Wait, that's we're right. all we all. Hey, most SCP. of us are involved with dealing with creative stuff about SCP, so we're all pretty fucking big targets of mockery. Oh yeah, I think we that's all deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. SCP authors kind of needs yeah. to happen. We we yeah. should be punished for a sense. Please. Yeah. This is not a thing that should have no consequences. Absolutely. There needs to, there needs to be consequences. Oh. Come up and, Anyways, you know. article? SCP? Cool. Yeah. So oh, we have questions? 5889. What's uh what's up what's going on here, Gregory? What article have you just shared with us? Yeah. Uh, so this was essentially the beginning of my group of interest, which was Vikander Need Technical Media. Um, but it didn't start off that way. It was uh, another author, a friend of ours named Disadron, 
came to me with like five or six kind of seeds of ideas. And one of them was, what if something was to scare you so badly that it effectively anesthetized you? The anomaly erases the memory of the of the anomaly itself, but keeps the emotional trauma. And that was the whole of his idea. And I came back to him 24 hours later with what we're going to read. Um, and I barely remember writing most of it because it was so uh, like flow of consciousness, just kind of interesting. Um, and it worked out pretty well. Um, a lot of people told me it's got a very like not surreal vibe, but it has a very like alternate reality sort of vibe to it. Um, so effectively what this works on is there's very little in the SCP file itself, uh, you know, in the clinical language. And most of it is little snippets of a radio show that will effectively target individual people. And the effects we learn about in the beginning are not focused on in the meat of the article. Most of the article is focused on what is in the actual individual broadcasts that have been recorded all around the country since uh, the 1950s. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, don't give us too much information. I think we should get reading. That, like, literally, Sounds that's going to be in the first two paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, brilliant, brilliant. I don't think you could spoil this one with exposition. It's really all in the details. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's one of the few that I'm like, yay! Like, I'm still so excited. I, I'm, I read it and I go, wow, I wrote that. That's weird. <laughs> all right, super cool. Who wants to begin? I can start. I can do it. Special team procedures, if y'all want. Go for it. All right. Oh, read the RISO notice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> notice uh, from the Foundation uh, Records and Information Security Administration, the audio data transcribed within this file constitutes a Class A memetic cognitohazard. Review of this file is limited to those individuals with high resistance to memetic anomalies or having undergone extensive memetic inoculation. You have been warned. Uh, thank you, Maria Jones, director of RISA, who... She didn't say thank you. Maria Jones she... never says thank you. I was thanking Maria Jones. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. She doesn't get that enough. Yeah. So polite. Maria Jones appears in so many articles, but is so mm-hmm. unrecognized for her work. She's always there writing down those RISA notices. Do you know how, how much that hurts? How much time that takes? How no, I don't. Not at all. Probably I feel like it's a I copy and paste, either. honestly. <laughs> no, I wrote this one from scratch, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> in universe, at least. Oh, yes, in universe, definitely. So if you look at the... Uh, oh, right, this is IM number uh, SCP-5889, object class Keter, or as uh, Tanhany would say, Keter. Um, I prefer Cater just because I've never heard anybody say that, so I want to be special. Oh, good. This is good. We have four now. Uh, get to the catering. God. Yes. I'm getting out of hand. There's four of them. We have. Uh, <laughs> if you if you look if you look at the map, you do have a map of uh, the distribution of recorded SCP-5889 instances. Uh, of note is that uh, nothing has ever appeared in Vermont. Um, That's right. I'm not sure what that says about uh, VKTM, but you know. Just keep that in mind, uh, viewers everywhere, that they do not appear in Vermont. If you live in Vermont, that chance of you ever getting one of these broadcasts, buddy. Or Florida, it looks like. Oh, yeah, or or Florida. Florida. Or, Or hell, most of the Northeast, actually. I was focusing specifically on Vermont, but, like, if you live in uh, Maryland uh, or New Jersey. Even Florida is too crazy for... for Yeah. (laughs) Oh, damn. They don't don't need to be trolled. They troll themselves. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Special containment procedures. 
Individuals affected by instances of SCP-5889 are to be administered Class A amnestics. Due to this treatment being only partially effective, individuals are to be digitally monitored by IO Metatron for signs of psychological instability and or threats to the veil. Uh, real quickly, what is a uh, what's IO stand for, Gregory? I slash O. Uh, I don't even remember. It's something that happens on a bunch of uh, different SCPs, but it's effectively one step below uh an aic so it's mm -hmm. like a like a weaker artificial intelligence but it's mostly just a uh like a web watcher program effectively yeah that's cool All real right. quickly gregory are you playing breath of the wild um i'm not but my girlfriend <laughs> oh that <laughs> makes sense oh yes oh yes we can i was like well, i recognize those sounds what are those sound effects i wanted i didn't want to say anything until i knew what it was i have my headphones in so i didn't even notice but now that's funny she says sorry but she's i knew we could play <laughs> video games while we were streaming i didn't know i was allowed to do that i would have continued playing the elden ring i assumed you were just looking at yourself in the mirror i can multitask <laughs> Everybody pauses like that was some terrible insult. Said so many worse things to him in the last few days alone. I'm not gonna lie, it took me a second <laughs> to recognize why you said that. I'm just so tired. I wasn't even <laughs> sure which one of us you were insulting with the mirror gag. Yeah, I was trying to figure out who he directed it at. There were lots of levels oh, that we had to digest. Well, it could have been either of us. I'm very pretty. So is Rounder. Just again, I'm, surpri I'm surprised Rounder House didn't immediately assume it was about him by default. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep, keep reading. Yeah, keep All going. Right, <laughs> Institutionalization and foundation-operated psychological treatment facility is to be initiated only if the affected individual shows signs of potential veil-breaching communication. And uh, they have, there's also sections for previous special containment procedures. Involve the mandatory institutionalization of all affected individuals. However, after observation revealed no lingering effect in multiple subjects, and given the advancements in AI technology in recent years, remote monitoring has been deemed a more cost-effective and ethical solution. So for a while there, the Foundation was just locking up everybody that ever had one of these radio broadcasts. <laughs> nice. Okay, who wants to take over? Should we just go, like, uh, left to right on Discord? Sure. All right, Grigori. Oh, oh, okay, we're starting over. Okay. Uh, so so there's a sex one in here, and I'm not reading that one. It's not... I'm still not reading that one. one. I don't care okay, if it ends fine. up on me. I'm not reading that one. I'll have to take okay. the sex one. I would love the sex one. There's, there's actually no actual sex in this SCP, but uh, it, it, you'll see. That's so excited. Yeah, I'm using um, my moderator powers to add an adult splash page to this as we speak. That's no. <laughs> there's no sex no, in it. No, anyway, no. all right. Description. SCP-5889 is a mimetic cognitive hazard that takes the form of broadcasts originating from a radio station self-designated as VKTM 66.3. And there's a footnote. Believed to be a subsidiary of Vikander Need Technical Media, hereby designated GOI 5889. Individuals who hear instances of SCP 5889 are in immediately affected in two ways by the mimetic nature of the anomaly. Affected, in in <clears throat> excuse me. Affected individuals report irrational terror and distress, and after an instant ceases, affected individuals are unable to remember the content of the broadcast retain memories of the emotional duress suffered even after multiple courses of amnestic treatment. As of this writing, instances of SCP-5889 have only occurred within the continental United States. Occurrences of instances is unpredictable and lacks observable patterns. Frequently, the instance only occurs in the presence of solitary individuals. Uh, and there's another footnote. 
This was the case in over 85% of recorded instances. There has been no recorded instance affecting more than two individuals. It is currently theorized the instances are targeted, but the method by which individual victims are chosen is unclear. After being exposed to an instance of SCP-5889, an individual will often respond with fight-or-flight responses. Given the amnestic properties of the anomaly, affected individuals are unable to locate the offending stimulus, increasing their panic and the irrationality of their actions. This can be particularly dangerous and disruptive if the affected individual is driving when exposure to the instance occurs. Incidents of violence are relatively rare, but individuals affected are often found to take hazardous actions in an attempt to escape the cause of their terror. Other than the self-identified designation as VKTM 66.3, the source of the anomalous broadcast has not been discovered. No or- origination of radio waves has been identified. The method by the method by which this signal is transmitted is unknown. Okay. Fucked up. Wait, what did you say, Rondo? I said fucked up. Thanks. <laughs> I read this one like a day after it came out. I remember. Yeah, you left a really nice yeah, comment. comment. Yeah. All right, Harry. Yeah, sure. Good. I like this one. I, I like them all. This is a great article. So, uh, addendum five eight eight nine point one, and there's already a footnote. For a full database of all SCP-5889 recordings, please contact your on-site RISA officer with proof of memetic inoculation. Uh, so, the first recorded instance of SCP-5889 occurred in the Colorado town of Crested Butte on 14 November 1959. <laughs> that is a great it's name. It's a real place. I Crested thought you said Crusty Butte. <laughs> we, could just call it, we could just call it Crusty Bud if, you, if it makes you, yeah. Yeah. That would make me feel better. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, though. Uh, we apologize November. to Colorado entirely. I, I, I do don't. not. I, don't. I absolutely do not. 14 November, 1959. Radio personality. Hello, beauteous buttes. This is Kilimanjaro and the Duke with your Saturday evening dementia radio hour. Got anything to add to that, Dukie? The sound of metal scraping and squealing as it tears is heard for the next 30 seconds. The frequency and pitch were such that glass reportedly cracked within five miles of the downtown Crested Butte area radio personality. Now, don't that just beat all? Folks, I never feel more alive than when Duke is pontificating. Air horn sound effect is heard. Radio personality. Oh, hot damn! We got ourselves a request for a shout-out to one of our listeners, Amy Kling. We sure hope you can hear us because we've got a message from someone special. Your mother wants you to know she's fine, she's doing well, and you don't have to worry. She wanted to keep you updated about the rat that broke in and been giving her trouble. He started nibbling down by her toes, and she thinks he likes her because he's been going hog wild down there for the last hour. The maggots crawled through her left eye yesterday, but she still got the right eye, and hell, not much to see down there. Anyway, Amy, your mama just wanted you to know that she's liquefying right according to schedule, and she can't wait to see you next week. More metal shrieking noises. Good point, Duke. It's time for the whip. So that one's fun. Oh boy. I like that one. You know, I okay. agree. Uh, she is liquefying. Sure. Yeah. Is. Really? Yeah. And, and of course, the, the greatest hit didn't make it in there, right, Gregory? Didn't you have to remove it? Which part? Or or is 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 the uh, the calf part coming up later? Is that a later part? Oh, I think that did get cut out. Well, then you should describe it here just as a bonus for everybody. Huh? You remember it better than me. You do. You said. Yeah, there was a line in here about this person's mother's rancid calf meat. 
that I remember <laughs> I really enjoyed. And apparently, I guess some people thought it was too much. I Sounds also terrible. thought it was too much because it triggered my own. Oh, that's why. It's because you're yeah. cannibalism pussy. I forgot. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> cannibalism pussy. Jeez. Yeah, I have a very specific trigger before. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, anything cannibalism really, really bothers me. And even when I write it, sometimes I decide I'm going to cut it out. So. That's fair. I can't blame you. All right. So who's next? Rounder house. Do you want to round rounder? You want to do this one together? Like, there's two speaking parts. Rounder house. Anybody home? He's gone. He's gone. Oh, All right. Off to, off to play Elden Ring. Gave up. Grigory, you and I, we'll, we'll, do, we'll take this one. All right. Do you want Keller or Waits? I'll take Keller. Okay. All right. So I'll read the intro. An instance of SCP-5889 was recorded on January 26th, 1961 in Macon, Georgia, and represents an excerpt of a debate between two academics. See, that's not what I mean. I'm talking about control. We all walk around with this obsessive need to keep a vice grip on every aspect of our lives. We should let some things go. So what? Sacrifice my independence? No thank you. Free will is pretty goddamn important to me. I'm not talking about being a slave to them. I'm saying you don't need to decide every single aspect in your life to be happy. There's no such thing as determinism. Take three things out of your daily activities and let them decide for you. I guarantee you'll be happier. Like, what sort of things? Take, for example, your finances, your voting, and whether or not you go to church that week. Small things. See, that doesn't sound great to me. They're lizards, not people, after all. Nonsense. Reptiles have been evolving and surviving longer than humanity has been breaking rocks. The wisdom of the reptilian elite, of which I am blessed to claim a part of, is something ancient and mystical. You can literally learn more listening to a lizard in an hour than you would in a full day at a university. It's hard to walk around with a gecko balanced on your shoulder, but you get used to the stars. Stairs. <laughs> what the hell is going on? So that's a big fake out because there's like a really common anti-Semitic. I'm, I'm Jewish. There's a very common anti-Semitic conspiracy about like lizard people. Um, ah. And I wanted to like make people think I was going in that direction. And then it just turns out that there's people like literally holding lizards up to their ear so they can listen to them talk. Oh, that's that's good. I like that. Okay. Calibold? Hmm? Oh, uh, yeah. Are you trying help me take over with the uh, jo the JFK one? Uh, yes. No. yes. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, do that. Yes. Yes. Okay. I just want to be sure uh, I didn't accidentally skip part. <clears throat> Sorry to interrupt our normally scheduled program, folks, but we have some breaking news. Reporters here at VKDM 66.3 have uncovered the real reason for President John Kennedy's assassination. He was a stupid capitalist asshole who is friends with mobsters and illustrate everything most corrupt with this country. We shot him in the head, twice. His wife picked up part of his brains because she was the embodiment of women's subservience to patriarchy in this nation. National damn TV and his brains were all over a trunk of that car. And for what? To serve as a warning. You hear that? That's the sound of your pathetic misconceptions about homosexuality, about race, about gender, about socialism, about education. Someone should kick you in the brain, Mike. Yeah, you, Michael Sinclair. 4543 Rosar Drive, Grants Pass, Oregon, zip code 97526. Someone should kick you in the brain. Maybe your wife would pick up the little pieces by doubt with the way you speak to her like she's property. Guess what? You don't matter at all to America. This country is going to kill you. It's going to refuse to offer treatment along the way. Your brain's kicking. Bet you'll be wishing for the socialist agenda would stick its nose into your business and pay for all them surgeries so you'll end up a goddamn vegetable. 
We now return you to your regularly scheduled program of Dolly's Dixie Corner. But from all of us at VKDM, I'd like to wish a quarter to JFK Mary F you, F you too, Mike. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to say that I love, I still laugh at this line, even though I wrote it. Which I'd one? like to wish the corp this last one. I'd like to wish the corpse of JFK a merry fuck you. And fuck you too, Mike. Brilliant. I'm so, like, confused, but in the best way. You're never not going to be confused. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I had a feeling. Uh, okay, so I'll take the next one. An instance of SCP-5889 was occurred on July 3rd, 1987 in San Diego, California, exactly at midnight. Usually, we here at VKTM 66.3 like to sign off on a message of positivity, but we can't do that today. Today is the day they won. Today is the day they finally broke down the doors of the gubernatorial mansion in Sacramento and dragged out our beloved governor, Duke Mijin. Indecipherable chanting begins in the background. Those dirty Satanist pigs pulled the government governor out into the streets and they forced him to drink goat's blood and take the Lord's sacrament. And you know what that means? You know what that means? Christianity is now forbidden by law. It's in the state constitution. Chanting gets louder, but in not any recognizable language. So throw away your Bibles and let's gather up the pastors and nuns and priests and imams and rabbis because they only get two choices, convert or die. Boy, those conservative Christian types warned us about ungodliness and we just didn't listen. And if only we had listened. Chanting goes quieter and then fades out entirely. This concludes our regularly scheduled program, and we'll see you tomorrow for Kilimanjaro and the Duke at 6 a.m. sharp. 30 seconds of silence. Praise the Dark Lord. Well, we got Kilimanjaro and the Duke again. Is that, is that, is that back to me? Oh, yeah. Go for it. I All love right. the... Uh, oh, I, I just want to say the uh, one Gregory just read, that one's one of my favorite parts of this one. <laughs> that was That's really good. The thing I like about it is the whole thing is just a sampler, so you can just have one that you like the best, and it's probably different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Era, just like one of those things, uh, fundamentalist Christians in their fantasies where Christianity is being outlawed by the police and they're being chased down. Oh my gosh, that's true. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> uh, wait, that implies that there's some sort of, like, motive? <laughs> that's ridiculous. Victim has no agenda. That's ridiculous. <laughs> No, absolutely not. You can't. If you think you've identified some sort of agenda or motive here, you're you're obviously imagining it. I can neither confirm nor deny. There's no slant to this reporting at all. Yeah. Nope. Okay. So an instance of SCP-5889 occurred on 27 May 2002 in Beaumont, Indiana. It was an excerpt of the morning show previously recorded by Kilimanjaro and the Duke, two radio personalities employed by VKTM 66.3. Hey there, we're back from commercial, and we got one hell of a scoop for our favorite listeners. Marjorie Shull, that itch you feel in your backside? Those are spiders, and they just entered your cavities. I don't want to say which ones, because this is a family show, but I assume that's going to itch something fierce. Well, don't you worry. They're only inside you to lay some three to four thousand eggs. And when they hatch, I'm sure they'll burrow right through your intestines lickety-split. 16 separate air horns are fired into the microphone for 12 seconds. You liked Charlotte's Web just a little too much, Marjorie. Read more interesting books next time. What's with all the air horns? (laughs) (laughs) I have no comment. I love this article. Oh my god. 
fun to read too. It is fun. <laughs> I like this a lot. Rounder, are you back? Nope. All right, I'll take the next one. Empty house. An instance of, oh, it looks like there are two parts. Uh, Calibold, would you like to take one of these? <laughs> uh, I'm going to be awesome, thanks. Uh, uh, this is it. This is it. Wait, which one are we on? We're on the one that you don't want to read. I'll I'll read it. Oh yeah, I can't I can't do sexy talk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I noticed you self censoring in the last one. I just imagined you trying to read this one. Oh boy, no no need to call me out. There's nothing in this one. So Sean, do you want to read something on a more sexy voice or more like confused like calling in (laughs) voice? Depends. Do you think you can do a good sexy voice? Yeah. Oh, obviously. Okay. Well, you do the sexy one. I'll do right, the. So I'll do that. Madeline. I'll do Madeline. You do Dinesh. Okay. I'll start with the intro. An instance okay. of SCP-5889 occurred on 9th of August, 1997, in Miami, Florida. The recording represents an adult-themed late-night radio show. Oh, hello there, you naughty listeners! You're listening to Late Night VKTM. For those of you who haven't tuned in before, my name is Mistress Madeline, and I can't wait to get to know you better. If you want to get to know little old me, what are you waiting for? Pick up your phone and pound in that number. A moaning sound is heard. Oh, that sound means we have someone on the line. What's your name, Hanson? Hey, Maddie, it's Dinesh here. I've been a big fan for a long time. I can't believe I got through to you. Hey there, Dinesh. I'm so glad you get you did get to me. What are you? Where are you calling from? I'm in my car with the radio on. My wife's in the house, asleep in bed. She doesn't know I listen to you, but I do this every night. Oh, saucy. I love it when people tell me they sneak listen to me. Tell me about yourself. What do you do for a living? You gonna treat me right? Well, um, I don't know. I just work in an office. That doesn't rule you out, sweetheart. When was your last promotion? Um, some time ago, to be honest. I tell my wife I'm doing well, but I don't want to lie to you. Well, I've got a task for you to do, so you're gonna listen to your mistress right now. Understood? Uh, Yes. Anything. (laughs) So you're going to walk into your boss's office tomorrow at work. You're going to storm in. It doesn't matter what he's doing. Uh, what next? You're going to get down on your knees in front of him, then gaze up at him with those puppy dog eyes, and you beg him. Um. Don't worry. You trust your mistress, don't you? So you're on your knees, and you're begging. You're begging for that boss to give you some sort of validation. It's going to hurt your pride, but I'm worth it. Keep going. Throw in some tears. Tell him your baby is depending on you. Okay. Um, anything for you. Then you stay on your knees and you wait there till he gives you something, even if it's just a pat on the head. And then I want you to say thank you for fucking me, because that's what's happening every day in that dead end job. Stay on your knees and crawl out of the office. Pathetic. Go back to your wife. Wait, no, I. Well, that was good for me. Next caller. What the hell? <laughs> I had no idea what that was about to be. I love that one too. Yeah, uh, I. So it was originally a lot, lot more like explicit and being sexy. And then I decided I was going to make it just seem like it was going to go that way. And then it goes an entirely different way. I'm very happy you decided that. Yeah, I'm, I don't really write a lot of like explicit stuff in my work. Appreciated. Uh, Harry, you want to take the next one? Yeah, sure. Let me just find my place here. Oh, can I? I, I want to do the last one. There's, there's two parts in the last one. 
Exciting. Yep. So uh, we just finished Madeline. Madeline. So an instance of SCP-5889 occurred on 14 October 2004 in Billings, Montana. The recording represents an excerpt of a call-in talk radio show. Hartwell. And it's only Hartwell, so I'm going to stop saying dialogue tags. Hey, listeners, you're on with Veronica Hartwell. We'll be together for the next two hours, and I want to hear from you. Are you having relationship problems? Maybe you're struggling with your life goals, or are you just struggling to get by? Call me up, we'll have a chat, and I'll pretend to listen like you matter. <laughs> just kidding you. A man can be heard wailing on the recording, but the host does not acknowledge it. Let's open up the lines. Hi, you're live on VKTM with Veronica Hartwell. What's on your mind, my dear? Ten seconds pass without anyone speaking. The wailing increases in volume. Sorry about that. It looks like the line went dead. Caller, please give us another ring. Let's go to the next listener. Hi, you're on live on BKTM 66.3. What do you want to discuss tonight? 20 seconds pass with no one speaking. The wailing is now so loud that when the host begins speaking, she has to raise her voice to be heard. Still, she does not acknowledge the wailing. Huh. Okay, then. Maybe another caller. Hi, you're live on air with me, Veronica Hartwell. What can I help you with? 35 seconds of moaning can be heard, then the moaning ceases. Is there anyone out there? Can anyone hear me? Huh. All right, and Gregory, you said you wanted the last one? Yeah, so um, there's two parts, and I want to do Dr. Goddard. So somebody else want to do Glenn? Uh, I will, I, I mean. Actually, yeah, I've <laughs> taken like a part in every single one that has a part so far, so someone else should do it. All right, okay, okay. Uh, Rounder House is dealing with some technical difficulties uh, at the moment, uh, which is why he's uh, dropped off the face of the earth. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, then, I guess that leaves us with our, our own selves for now. Okay. Uh, so, Harry, do you want to do Glenn? Sure, I'll, I'll do that, yeah. Okay. So. This last one is led into with an intro of the most recent noteworthy recording of SCP-5889 event occurred on February 12th, 2013 in Huntington, West Virginia. The instance was a 35-minute episode of a talk show about mental health hosted by Dr. Emily Goddard, PhD. Okay, Glenn, let's get down to the core of the issue here. Your girlfriend is angry because you've invested so much of your identity in the myth of masculinity. Wait, you think men are a myth? Absolutely. We're all myths, Glenn. Humanity is a myth. You think you're a living, feeling, being with emotions and history? Please. You're a corpse just waiting to happen. And everyone around you is already dead. I'm not being figurative here. They're literally dead bodies. I don't understand. Your girlfriend? Dead. Your mom and dad? Dead. Your fifth grade sweetheart? Your math tutor in high school? Your boss? All dead. You ever heard of Cotard's delusion? No. What's that? Never mind. The point is that it's not a delusion. You're dead. They're dead. Nothing you do even matters. You have a much you have as much tangible impact on the world around you as a pile of dirt. Fuck. So the next time you're worried about saying the wrong thing or not quite understanding someone's reaction, just remember you're a walking bundle of decomposing matter and the soul, if it was ever real, left your body a long time ago. Fuck is basically the only sane thing any of us has to say about this existence. Thanks, Doc. You've really put things in perspective. No problem, Glenn. It's what I do. And I'll read the last line. 
Efforts to locate the source of 5889 broadcasts are ongoing. Oh boy! <laughs> what an article! Easy nice. upvote for me. A little something for everybody who likes to be horrified. So oh, I would upvote this, but I already have. Oh. Dang, I was getting ready for, for some scathing criticism there for a minute. You got me excited. <laughs> Well, listen, you have to understand that VKDM doesn't appear in Vermont, and that's just a huge no-no for me, okay? It's really disappointing to hear that the Vermontese don't get any exposure to this kind of content. Content. I'm very disappointed. Very status I'm really you. disappointed in myself, because there's no instance uh, depicted in the image on the map on Florida, but one of these takes place in Miami, so I'm going oh. to fix that. <gasps> yeah. Download. Oh, downvote. Instant downvote. Down there are right totally away. people that would the download. Like, look, you mentioned Miami? You, yo, you said it didn't happen before. Done. Done. Whole, whole article sucks. Mm, <laughs> terrible. Reporting it. <laughs> Not a thing you can do. I'll find a way. Probably, yeah. I'm gonna... I don't care that Yasi is on Chavez at the moment. I'm going to yell at him. Be like, Harry had a factual error in his article. I need you to stop all religious practices right now. I don't care how they important to <laughs> y'all. I need you to ban Grigory Carbon right now. I'm flagging this as like how you interchanged. Yeah, you totally interchanged us. You said Harry at first. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah, you're identical. It's uh, the way it both is. are gang banned. Both of you are gang banned. I don't yes. care that Grigory wrote this. It, both Thank of you are God. gang banned. <laughs> you associate with Grigory. That's enough reason. I did not, Mister Electric. <laughs> send him to the principal's office and have him expelled. <laughs> okay brilliant hey what do you want to say about this gregory what are your thoughts um so this was kind of the start on a very different journey for me as a writer uh, um before that i had always done fairly not straightforward but much more horror or horror adjacent things mm -hmm. uh and this was the first not the first time i ever wrote anything that was straight different but it was certainly uh, a, a big turn in my writing style. And I think that there are more people that know me about the stuff that's connected to this article than all the other stuff combined, except for maybe 6,500. Um, and Victim is like my baby. I have written or taken part in almost all the articles that are attached to the GOI, although not all of them. Um, and it's just like my way of like kind of venting and talking about weird stuff and like my entire goal for all of these starting with this one and continuing through the present has been to make the reader uncomfortably uh laugh <laughs> like i like people read this and tell me it's really disturbing and i just think it's funny um like i didn't write any of this to be upsetting i wrote it all because i thought it was blackly humorous you did um, a great job of it i think definitely i agree I thought it was and hilarious. It, it, yeah, and like there are like parts of it that I genuinely barely remember even writing. It just kind of happened. And Dissertron did some of it as well. Uh, I'm not gonna take all the credit, uh, but yeah, it was a it's a big turning point for me. And if you like, if the, any of the listeners or yourselves liked this one, then I highly suggest you look at the other victim articles because they all kind of they're all have their own special branding of, of weird. Yeah, uh, I was also um, was telling me how cool Vikander is. I, I've really been wanting to check it out. This is a very good introduction. 
Yeah, yes. super neat. Uh, yeah, and, and when Cal was like, you know, you should come on, which one would you like to read? And I was like, oh, we should definitely do this one because it just it reads so well. I didn't even intend it to be, but it's almost like a script. It is. It is. Hey there, fans of Simply Creative People. We're mostly unsponsored so far, so I figured I would take the time to mention that you can support the show on the show page at anchor.fm slash simplycreativepeople, or if you're so inclined, you can check out Harry or my Ko-Fi pages at ko-fi.com slash harryblink or slash Carpen author. Things are crazy tough out there, so if you can't afford any financial support, and trust me, we understand, do us a favor and mention the podcast to someone who might enjoy it, or spread the word online. If we want to bridge the gap between fans and creators, we've got to get the word out to new fans. In many ways, this show is designed to be appealing to new and old fans of SCP alike, as we can all enjoy some discussion about this thing we love, and we can all learn something new. Heaven knows, I learn something new every week. Thanks so much, and we love you just for listening. Thanks for the support through all these first few months of the podcast. You're the best. All right, great work. Thanks. Harry, what do you have for us? I think I picked uh, SCP-5162. Can anyone confirm or deny? Because life is an endless mystery of mist to my brain. I look at your DMs with me. You Pretty said, sure. Yeah, you said 5162. Good, that's good. Brilliant. Yes. I can barely remember my own article numbers. Yeah. I can remember... Sorry, go on. I can remember mine mostly because I uh, do them in order. Um... They go up by 100, and then the last two digits are random each time. So they were a 5051, 5, 52, 5, And then I recycled back to the beginning when I hit 59. So that's generally how I remember which one is when. Smart. OCD. <laughs> oh, I see this is from a Canon hub. Yeah, it doesn't require any uh, prior knowledge, but it's connected to OnGuard 4.3, my Canadian Canon. Technically, so is all the victim articles. Yes, all the Vikander need stuff is in On Guard 4.3 as well. But in the most, like, shallow of ways. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sort of, in a way. I mean, it, it, VKTM contributed to getting character tags on the website for several of the characters. So. And the can I mean, it and was just a random accidental thing. So, like I said, the stuff I wrote before victim was much more serious. And so once I started to write them, I was like, I need to put these someplace else. They can't be at my site. Um, and I just decided because I like Terry stuff, I was going to put them at his site. And I just kept doing that. Yeah. Or like decided because my site is goofy that it would work at the goofy site. <laughs> yes. Yes. And well, also because your characters, I thought eventually I'm going to want to bring characters into these. So Fair enough. It worked out well. And then this we one's have not a goofy at all. We do. We're very proud of it. Great I mean, I am, but I'm going to assume you are. Yes, I am also proud of it. That's good. <laughs> all right. Brilliant. Then shall we get started? I noticed that this is just one upvote away from a hundred, so uh, I suppose you'll have to prove so, to us if you if you want to the get. The pressure that. is on. Oh, I'm so excited! What, what's it going to be when we're done? Is it going to be at 98, 97? I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Calibold will upvote and I'll downvote. Keep it right where it is. Perfect. Perfectly balanced. 99 is a good number. It's a good number. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't voted on this one either, so I'll definitely. I'm, wow. I'm definitely excited. Well, I don't think it's. E I think it's even shorter than Gregory's was. It's not a long one. Mm. Yeah, it's very short. Okay. You well, hear that? Would you like to start? SCP fans, it's not long. There are. It's not long. There. That's that's what. Oh you my want, goodness, right? that's crazy. There are SCP articles being written nowadays which aren't long. That's that's <laughs> no. crazy. I thought I was under the impression that they were all like ninety-five thousand words long. Now. 
I know. That's crazy stuff. Crazy. Insane. Just to begin, Harry. Only the best ones are 95,000 words. Yes. Oh, of course. Harry, uh, would you like to begin? Sure, baby. Sure. Later on, actually, I am in here, so I will also read my parts, but I'll need someone else to read somebody else. Um, but yeah, I'll start. Great. I'll, I'll read the Conprox, which are short. Anyway, there's a picture of a boat, a great big sailing ship sitting at the bottom of a lagoon with very clear water. And it's captioned telling you what it is, but it's not an interesting caption, so I won't read it. <laughs> Uh, so SCP-5162, it's uh, clearance level one, and its containment class is pending. Special containment procedures. SCP-5162 can only be encountered by individuals not already aware of its existence, precluding containment by the Foundation at this time. Foundation personnel experiencing trauma related to SCP-5162-A are to be given access to in-house psychiatric care as necessary. Individuals unassociated with the Foundation experiencing trauma related to SCP-5162-A do not threaten the veil and are to be documented, but not otherwise interfered with. Nice and short. All right. Who, want, who wants to describe a boat? Uh, I can read the description. Or Sean. No, you got it, Gregory. Okay. <clears throat> SCP-5162 is Forest Souls Lagoon a small volcanic crater with unnaturally clear water and a granite basin. A narrow, shallow inlet connects the lagoon to Lake Huron. Its location has yet to be determined. Aerial surveys of Lake Huron have not discovered it, and approach by land or water is apparently only possible for individuals, individuals ignorant of the site and its anomaly. SCP-5162-A is the Wait, a Jacobean-era tall ship located at the bottom of SCP-5162. It sits upright, masts and rigging fully intact, sails absent. And there's a footnote. The name is clearly visible on the ship's stern. Due to the clarity of the water, the ship and basin which supported are perfectly visible from the shoreline at all times. No flesh or flora, flora have been reported in the basin. Individuals observing SCP-5162-A from the shoreline of 5162 sorry, 5162 will eventually disregard the experience as a false memory, but will suffer intrusive thoughts in relation to it for an indefinite pe period. See addenda below. The progression of this effect varies between subjects. Only one photograph of the basin and its contents have been discovered. Most individuals report behaving in a trance-like state while within the lagoon and lacking the perpacity Sorry, pers I don't know how to say that word. I'm very sorry. That's not even clinical, right? Like, clinical language is not supposed to be smart. It's just supposed to be clear, and perspicacity is not clear. <laughs> <laughs> perspicacity uh, to record their experience. Good enough. Yes. Okay, brilliant. Uh, I'll take the addendum. Addendum 5162-1, Discovery. In 2005, the Archives and Revision section of Site-43 began a Foundation-wide research project to identify personnel who had unwittingly encountered uncontained anomalous objects in the past. Dr. Harold Blank, chair of A&R, was one, sub was one sub such subject in an interview with parapsychological expert Dr. Nung... I'm sorry, how do you pronounce that? It's a Vietnamese name, and every explanation I've seen of how to pronounce it says it's a Vietnamese name and you'll get it wrong. Um, so go ahead and get it wrong, because I'll get it wrong, too. Brilliant. Expert Dr. Nung Ngo, uh, he provided a detailed description of an uncatalogued anomaly, which was soon corroborated by other interviews at Site 43. 
I can take right. Doc when you go if you want. Sounds like a plan. All right. Uh, tell me about the ship. When I was a kid, my parents had a small sailboat. We used to go on summer vacations around Georgian Bay and Lake Huron, anchoring at the various islands and beaches and exploring the inlets and lagoons. I have this memory. We've sailed through an inlet into a small crater lake surrounded by beaches and forest. We've anchored near the shore, and that's where I'm standing in the memory, on the beach, looking down at the lake. It's shallow, but it doesn't seem shallow because the water's so clear that I can see every grain in the granite basin. It makes it look like it goes down forever, like it's too big to be real, like a matte painting, like somebody scooped out a hundred feet of Canadian shield and filled it with the idea of water rather than the reality. And right there at the bottom of the basin, large as life, larger than life, is the ship. It's gigantic. You can see every detail, every inch of the thing, because the water's so clear, so clean. There's no weeds. Maybe there's fish, I don't know. But mostly there's that smooth stone basin and that impossible ship. I can't stop looking at it in the memory. It's like it's holding its breath, waiting for something to happen, and nothing is happening. And then I realize I'm holding my breath too, and I can't, can't stop. I can't, I can't start breathing again. I can picture our sailboat floating on the water with the ship below. It's almost like like the ship is coming for me across the lake bed. And that little sailboat's going to get caught in the wake or fall through that clear water like it's thin air. I remember, I think I remember, swimming in the lake, looking down at the ship. It's looming, but from below, if that makes any sense. You can see why I've never told anyone about this before. Do you think it could be a false memory? Well, it has to be, right? If this was a real place, other people would have found it by now. Uh, my parents would have talked about it. When I was younger, I brushed it off as impossible, because I didn't know impossible things weren't. But now I'm not so sure. Why? Because it's been more than 20 years. And I can still see it plain as day, like it's right there in front of me, demanding that I do something about it. It's always there. A&R consulted Jacobian era shipping records to determine whether the weight was an existing ship or a, pure, or a purely anomalous manifestation. It was found that Sir Edmund Forrestal, politician, shipping magnate and a shipping magnate and a director of the East India Trading Company, had constructed and registered a ship by that name in Liverpool, England on the occasion of his retirement in 1622. No further documentation of the weight has been recovered. Forrestal was embroiled in multiple scandals at the time of his retirement, related both to his occupations... Ooh. Excuse me. <laughs> related both to his occupations and to his frequent association with high-profile uh, occultists from the Rosicrucian order. It is unclear why 5162 bears his name as he never visited North America. The name Forestall's Lagoon has been derived independently from each individual encountering it, a propos of nothing. Okay, and I assume that you will stay as Dr. Nago, uh, Grigory. I'll read the... I'm, I'm Nago. I'm Nago. Yeah. Ah, brilliant. I'm, I'm good at this. Uh, okay, well... Don't forget my name! 
I'm sorry. I'm a toe, thank you very much. Who's your co-host? I'll hold off to the end because uh, Dr. Blank will return. Brilliant. Then I will um, be 5162 SO2. Okay, so... But then I'll be SO3. Cool. We'll just have to switch off because there's a few of them. Yeah, you guys alternate as the D-class and... Uh, well, not D-class, but the interview subjects and Cal can stay as... Oh, I go. See. That makes sense. Okay. And then I'll come back at the end. And I'll, I'll, read, I'll read the boilerplate and then you guys can... Okay. Cool. So addendum 5162-2. Interview excerpts. A&R, that's Archives and Revision, has identified some 17 individuals who have encountered SCP-5162 since 1986. Dr. Ngo debriefed each subject before amnesticization. Selected interview transcripts appear below. I can't stop thinking about it. How it's just sitting down there by itself on all that rock under all that water. Why is that interesting to you? It's just... It's just so unwieldy, you know? There's too much rock and way too much ship. It's huge. Something that huge, man-made, just sitting at the bottom of a lake. Like an office tower turned on its side and sank. What was it like watching it sink? I can almost see the water rising up over it. I can almost hear it. You weren't there. Of course not. It's been down there for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years and it hasn't changed. Every moment of my life, it's been down there. It's always down there. It's down... Fuck, it's down there right now. Even when I'm not looking at it. Even when nobody's looking at it. Why does that bother you? I don't know. Why doesn't it bother you? Just out of character, I fucking love that interview. Thanks. Alright. Very good. It's just so... unmanageable. What do you mean? It's unmanageable. A whole goddamn ship, every inch of it visible. Not all at once, of course. It's too big to see all at once. That makes it worse. You can't go down there and touch it either, which also makes it worse. All you can do is stand on the shore and look into the water. That god-awful clear water. It's like you're standing on the edge of a cliff, and it's at the bottom of the cliff, but you still feel like it's rising up in front of you. Even though it's in a hundred feet of water, or whatever. God, if something happened down there, you couldn't do anything about it. What could happen? What if it started to tip? What if it started to fall over and you had to watch? What if you weren't watching and it went over, groaned over under the lake and nobody was there to see it? Or, I don't know, what if something came out or something went in? You'd see it. You'd have to see it. Why? Because you can see it. They say the Titanic is two miles underwater. You have to take a special submarine just to see it. It's resting away to nothing in the cold dark, and that's fine, because you can't see it. But this thing? Oh, fuck me, it's just right out there in plain sight. What if you leave and someone else comes by? How would you explain it to them? You wouldn't. You'd be gone. How could you live like that? Knowing someone else might see it might become a thing everyone might find out, and you wouldn't even know they'd found out. I'd lose my fucking mind. I can't let it go. It's too... There's too much of it for me to just let it go. The mass of it, the totality, displacing all that water, just weighing on you? Can't be weighing on you, it's at the bottom of a lagoon. You tell that to my panic attacks. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't... I couldn't handle the responsibility. What responsibility? For the ship. 
for all those planks and nails, for the dark spaces in between the flooded decks and flooded holds, for all that empty space that wasn't empty, all that... Wait. Yeah. All that wait. Addendum 5162-3, Related Phenomena. The following is an excerpt from Dr. Harold Blank's annual psychological review for 2009. Tell me about the dream. I'm standing in a flat, empty expanse. I can't see the details. I can't see anything but this gigantic... I think it's a cube. A gigantic black cube. Too big to see. Too big to even think about. It's so vast it takes your breath away just to imagine that it exists. And what's a cube doing? Cube's not doing anything. No, that's that's not true. The cube is bearing down on me because I'm holding it up. You're holding it up. I thought you said it was immeasurably vast. It is. I'm holding it up by one corner and all the weight is concentrated on that single point on me. I, I don't even see all this from my own perspective. It's like I'm floating behind myself, watching myself bear the load of this ungodly huge weight. If I shift my grip, it'll start to fall and I won't be able to stop it. It'll all come crashing down. Can't so much as twitch. I know I can't hold it forever, but I know I have to hold it forever. I can't drop it. Can't even put it down. Why not? I don't know, because I'll get in trouble. Because if it starts to fall, fall forever. Because I'm the pressure point, the fulcrum. Nothing else can keep it steady. Because if I do put it down, the sheer weight of it will break the goddamn earth. Because it's too big not to carry. Because it's everything. Then why doesn't it break you? Because it's mine. Do these dreams interfere with your duties? Dr. Blank smiles and does not respond. All individuals exposed to SCP-5162-A have reported dreams featuring similar thematic undertones. The phenomenon does not appear to diminish with the passage of time. I'll read the last part. Sure. The following undated diary entry is believed to be Forrestal's sole acknowledgement of the creation of SCP-5162-A. It is done and not soon enough by half. They tell me it will bear the load. I did not ask them where it is, and they did not say. Somewhere deep and distant, the details are unimportant. I can breathe again, and that is all that matters. Oh boy. That's a good one. God, yeah, that hey. was really good. Easy hey, up, though. Harry. Harry's a crazy good writer. He's really good. Sorry. No way. It just came over me. Thanks. That, this is insanely good. And Harry, congrats on plus 100 for this one. Yeah. Yay. Easy. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. Did you... Is... is You're gonna... Was this inspired by um, either the end of the last episode of Space of uh, Cowboy Bebop or the song You're Gonna Carry That Weight by the Beatles? <laughs> I haven't seen Cowboy Bebop, although uh, I have heard uh, Carry That Weight. And no, it's it's not inspired by that, although, yeah, it, it fits. Oh, darn it. <laughs> going, really excited carry, for a second. Definitely going to carry that weight a long time. Yes. Oh, he is Space Cowboy. No, and if, if, in fact, 
to say that it was inspired by anything is a cheat because this is the cheatiest possible article. Um, it's a real false memory and a real dream, and I smashed them together into one thing. <laughs> I have this vague memory of this ship that is impossible that I definitely never saw. And I don't know whether it's just my brain combining different kinds of media into one image and pretending that it's something that I saw, but I've always had this image and it's been stuck in my head. And as for the fairly obvious metaphor for anxiety of the dream of the giant black cube, that's just a dream I used to have. And they both seem to me to be of a piece. They both seemed really similar. And so I just wrote one very long thing about bearing somebody else's anxieties. Wow. Fucking great. And ending it with that that journal entry is just it's a fucking mm -hmm. awesome. It'll tie into stuff much, much later on, but for now it's a fairly uh self-contained little thing and I kinda like it still. I think I posted it on my birthday last year. See. What a way to celebrate your birthday. Yes, by Happy by birthday, a, you have by anxiety. A, by, <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, you get less downvotes when you say it was on your birthday. Uh -huh. Boy, God, so, yeah, I am like it... speechless over this. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, thank yeah, you. It's, I mean, I love pretty much everything Harry's written. It's why we became friends because I read something of his that I loved, and I just immediately was like, "Talk to me more." Likewise. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, but this is the one that like sticks with me, which is very appropriate. Yeah, it's about things sticking with you. Yeah. Yeah. What is uh what is on guard thirty four or forty three? On guard thirty four would be porn of on guard four three. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've yeah, that into I'm, existence. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't my joke. I borrowed it from Lord XVNV. But yeah, it's uh, on guard four three is basically a slightly kinder and gentler foundation based around a large containment site in Canada and Ontario, and they're something of a backwater despite the fact that it's a very large site and so they have their own unique way of handling things so they try to find ways to not put things in boxes if putting things in boxes is not the best solution so it's generally about finding different and better ways to keep this stuff secret and keep it safe from people and it's oh it's a huge gigantic thing largely because for a time i couldn't stop writing articles so it's it's many 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 dozens of articles long not not all by me there's probably about a quarter of it that are um, Gregory Carpin and Placeholder McDee and Ip and various other people who've all contributed to it. The Vikander Need section is a fairly large component of it. Um, but yeah, it's sort of like an ongoing series with continuing characters and so on and so forth. And obviously one of them is my filthy author insert because why not? <laughs> I like all and the icons. It, it, it has like all Thank sorts you. of... He made all those icons. Uh, super cool looking it, they have there's like so many different styles of articles within on go 43 it's kind of nuts uh, because places stuff is very different than harry stuff or my stuff and my stuff is very each one of the victim articles stands on its own but you can kind of see how a couple of recurring characters might have grown over the time uh and then harry stuff is is he has so many really crazy, charming characters that I just started writing some of them into my stuff, and I'm not alone. That's you know why Play started writing about characters and said it there, and and it did as well. Yeah, I just tried to have enough characters that fit enough different niches that if you need a character who does a specific thing and acts a specific way, there's probably an existing one you can just 
yoink instead of having to make up somebody new and when there isn't i make up somebody new and that's why there's two dozen characters that is <laughs> so nice some of them have gotten picked up um so that's it's it's really gratifying to see people playing with your toys it's nice i might have to look through that myself all right super cool yeah all right well thank you for bringing this article wow well thank you for reading Oof. it yeah i think uh I think now we'll be moving on to our next two guests, Dune and okay. Jack Dragon X. But before that, I think a little break might be beneficial. So uh, before we go, please go listen to our podcast, Simply Creative People. Yeah. Do you want to give me like a, a YouTube link or something that I can give the chat? Uh, yeah. Uh, here I'll give. I'll put in RSS feed or whatever. Yeah. Here is the anchor page, but it's also on. Um, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. It's uh, it's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, and Stitcher as well. So brilliant! Yeah. All right, there's we're, a link for you. People. Up and coming. Out. Pretty cool. I've listened to a little bit of it. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Good stuff. And thanks for having us on. This is a good yes. cause, and we appreciate it. Of course, Thank it was you. super good to have you guys. Because yeah, I've I know I've at least been meaning to have you, Gregory. I know we talked about it a little bit, so Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Thanks. So there you have it. That was our appearance on the SCP for Corgo stream. And basically, uh we just had a lot of fun and did that. And you know, we'll be back probably next week. Uh the announcement of 7K and other things have gotten in the way of recording this week. But uh hopefully you enjoyed this and uh, you know. Still, go around, tell your friends, do all that stuff, and uh, we'll be back with emails, and uh, maybe we'll even have some uh, a new episode with sarcasm with the metaphysician, maybe. Um, so yeah, all right, thanks, and uh, you know, reach out on Twitter, S I M C R E A T at Gregory Carpin, and the email address is simplycreativepeople at gmail.com. All right, awesome. See you guys soon.